Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working nine to five. In Patty's Playhouse, we're going to talk about investment properties. Who investments? Investment residential investment properties. All right, because that is our our our, gig. Yeah, we do. Yeah, residential. Yeah, that's what we talk about. How are you? That's Scott Coward. I'm good. Friend and co-host. Just trying. (laughs) Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Making sure that I can hear everyone. Can you? I can now. I'm on. You're on? I'm on. <laughs> How was your week? How are you? How was I'm your week? I'm fine. I, I went and picked up my granddaughters Yeah. in Orlando. Met my daughter there with the granddaughters. I brought them home, so I have them for the next four weeks. So it, that's been interesting because I haven't is, had them for I a mean, year. So it's definitely been interesting. They're very smart. So a year later... A year later. Easier or more difficult? I think it's more challenging. I think it always is. And everybody yeah. says they're, it's harder when so. they're younger. I don't like, think so at disagree. all. I have to watch everything they Those do. are also the same people that say it gets less expensive. <laughs> no, it does definitely not less expensive. <laughs> it does not the get more less expensive. verbal they are, Just because the you're not buying you're formula like... <laughs> doesn't mean you're not filling up the gas tank. So that's not the way it works. Yeah. 
It's true. They're already dressed to go swimming. Like at two o'clock, they were dressed. Like, are we going? Are right. we going? Are we going? Are we yeah, there the yet? More verbal. Are we there yet? The worse, the worse it is financially. <laughs> <laughs> they're good. I mean, they're. You saw them yesterday for a quick minute. They're very well behaved. They so are. It's hard to, you know, tell them no when they're really good wherever you take them. And, and they're excited about going. Yeah, they're swimming. very excited. I mean, yeah, they're very excited about everything. They were very excited about the car wash today. So going to the car okay. wash, their dad makes it a really big deal. So it's like, like lava, you know, it's a big deal. And what? I was going to say, in their defense, car washes as a kid are pretty dope. You know, <laughs> yeah. that one I well, understand. Well, now, I mean, they're so modern looking and clear. Like the one we went to, it's clear above so you could see everything. Is it so the it red cool. one? Yeah. And I then I opened the sunroof. I have a double sunroof. Mm -hmm. So I opened that. So it's, it's pretty nice. Did you play at the car wash? No, because you, you know have. I ran over my son in at a car wash. So I don't play at the car wash. You don't play any music at the car wash? Oh, no. We I'm like music. at the car no, wash. I to, no, I wanted to hear what they had to say. Oh. So Lucy's in the back seat. She's the younger of the two who's six. And she was like, this is so satisfying. <laughs> so she said, my daughter said she watches these YouTube videos. And I'm going to say, close the sunroof. And she was like, this is so satisfying. She was like, ah. But there's this group of videos on YouTube for kids. It's so satisfying. And they're cutting jello, ripping paper, mm. just like making strange noises. So that's where she got it from. But I thought it was wow. cute. So is this a Nickelodeon thing? I, I don't know. idea. I haven't seen any do of the videos yet. Do kids watch Nickelodeon anymore? Yes, they I don't do. Know. They watch Nickelodeon. SpongeBob's Dawn? They don't watch that. Is I think they like that, but they were watching Fire Marshal Sam. It's over now, Scott, but they're, ma they're making a Patrick series. Oh, nice. Who's Patrick? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Patty, the You cannot guy. be serious. Who? The He's the starfish. Lucy and them would know Patrick. He's the starfish. Yeah, they would, but I wouldn't. Yeah, Patrick is... Well, now they're allegedly making him a series or a spinoff. Nice. I would have thought it would have been yeah. Squidward. We watched but, Fire okay. Marshal Sam and we watched Blue Whales documentary. They want to be veterinarians. Is both. Of Fire Marshal Sh Sam, Sam, is he modeled after Fire Marshal Bill? No, but it's it, from what, a living in color, my head when that I'm watching hilarious. Fire Marshal Sam. That's what I'm thinking is Jim Carrey right. doing Fire that's Marshal Bill. That's what I would think, yeah. which is just kind of rancid. really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Re really it's a funny. Canadian I think it's Canadian-based mm. cartoon. Our they friends love it. to the north. Yeah. Very nice. Closer for them because they're from New York, so mm. New York State. True Very that. close. They say <laughs> a whole lot of A going on. <laughs> it's true. But mm. we had a nice time, so it's been nice. It was nice to see my dad. It was yeah. very nice to see my dad for a little bit. And he just enjoyed the kids because, they're again, they're so well-behaved. When you take them out, it's like it's like a... Watching kids in a zoo. I mean, they're so... Like when you we used to be kids. <laughs> yeah. We had to behave. Like you just don't see like it I, anymore. Listen, I knew. Like, mm -mm. This is a look no yeah. touch store. That's the way they are. And, yeah, they know. And Molly's very strict, which I find, you know, it's humorous. Very. When you're the mean one, as I was the mean parent. So they asked me about... They asked me... <laughs> you, don't you had, tell anybody. The funny part is that you had to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> We so they asked me about my ex-husband, who's their pop-pop. Right. And they're like, were you married to pop-pop? Yeah. So I know it's coming, right? Mm -hmm. Did you like being married to pop-pop? Not so much. 
Am I married to Pop Pop now? But they don't, they're trying to understand, like, how could we have been married when we don't live together? And Mm. her parent, their parents have such a healthy marriage, and their grandparents didn't. But it was funny. I was like, "Mm, I knew it was coming. When's it coming? It's coming now. (laughs) You're going to hear about it. Like, why why wasn't, uh, well, let's go swimming. (laughs) Get those suits on. Yeah. Time to go swimming. We had a great time so far. It's only been a couple days. Well, they were delivering pizza with you. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah. We toured the new Keller Williams yesterday. We did, in fact. And Scott spoke to the agents. Gave a little speechy. About staging. And I had rave reviews. I got three or four text messages yesterday that mm -hmm, you did a bang up Did you save them for for this moment? No. I'm not going to read them. (laughs) Good, because I don't want to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) They were very nice. They said, you know a lot. That's nice. You know a lot about design and you knew your yeah. stuff, and, and I, I guess one of the agents stood up and said that they could do some of what you do, but they could never present what you do. Yeah, someone someone said that in modeling after what I do, um, that they could go in and walk through a house and describe some of the things that need to be done, but that it is the beginning to the end approach that no one seems to have in particular the back end of all of this which is the staging part mm-hmm. which is that we have a enormous warehouse full of stuff that without it you can't put much together but moreover it's the way that we put things together so i thought that was and nice. that's you like that, i could go in at this point and pretty much plot out where just like he said yeah. plot out where furniture should go however yeah, he was more coming from the, if I knew that the house needed to be painted or yeah, if I knew well, that the front door yeah. needed to be done. And so it's it's not the, it, it, what he was missing or the idea behind it was being able to put a flow together in a yeah, house. Yeah, that's that where it's would, different. It's very would, different. And you could tell from other staging companies, most staging companies don't do, they don't have the gift. Uh, to be able to do what you do about plotting out a room, they don't. They'll they'll put. They put still you, see them. Furniture I do too, against right? the wall. It's literally. And, and people think furniture against the wall makes your room look bigger. It doesn't. It makes it look smaller. It makes it look like you have a dance floor. Is what no, it looks like. No, it just. It's not even that. The visual is like you. You're having to look around the room instead of look at the room, and especially for photos. Think about that. If you have an 18 by 20 living room. It's too hard to get those photos to make them look right if you're putting the furniture all up against the wall anyway. So if you scrunch it down, make it a little cozier like Scott does, then you have a better photo, period, because you could see the room. You're not I, I realize how absolutely angles. difficult that it is for me and probably for most photographers when uh, photo photographing a house that is empty. It is rarely that I do one, and so I have a listing which is at 3285 uh, Lilburn Court in Clarn Lakes. Mm-hmm. So by all means, go out and see it if it's still available when this airs. But more importantly, as I was doing it, I was like, uh, because I designed the flow with furniture, so it's really weird for me. It was really, really strange for me. And most realtors do it that way. And I'm like, I just don't, well, I feel so lost. Our friend John Pantoa on Facebook, he's like, are you taking bets as to what date and time this house goes on Lilburn Court? Because he felt 
He thought if it was staged or renovated uh, like you do, it would already be gone. And when I told him, <laughs> no staging, no renovation, he goes, all bets are off. Because <laughs> it's oh, not, John. it doesn't go for as much. It doesn't. It doesn't, and it's just... But it's, it's nice that people recognize that. The, the, the thing about this house, it's just a great house. I mean, it's, the foundation of it is just really Yeah, nice. it just needs... It just needs to be updated. Paint carpet, and that's, that's it. really it. it really I mean, is. it really needs nothing else. Yeah, and if you so like really if you like mint and green and blue, you don't do anything. <laughs> You're solid. Nineteen eighty five. Ninety eight, unfortunately. Was it ninety yes. eight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a good year. So stick with us. We're gonna talk about investment properties and what are the good numbers? Like how much should I spend on my own cash? What should I get as cash flow? Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We are in Tallahassee, Florida, in case you don't know. And we do podcast the show, so any podcast platform should go up Monday or Tuesday, or if I forgot, Wednesday. So today we're going to talk about investment properties. Have you ever noticed how Bobby always dances in the in the, the production room? room whenever my song comes on and when yours is? <laughs> don't do that to me, Scott, okay? Do you know... <laughs> Do you know who gets muted when... Me? <laughs> My stuff? Because it's current? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Usually, you, you come in with a little pop, you know? I try to I try to go in on beat with the pops and I like the fades. It. I like it. It's hard to do that with Ace. <laughs> I was going to play Luther today. Okay. Well, that's not going <laughs> to... Superstar. So... She was, she, she, she's going to change things by bringing in Luther. <laughs> We've got to get a camera for that room, too, because that's hilarious. We have one. It's over there. <laughs> you like Luther, don't you? Bandros? Yes. I would definitely do a little foot tap, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd do a little foot tap if it came on. Well, there you have it. Love him. I got to see him once at concert Luther? in Philadelphia. Budweiser really? Fest. Was it, was it when the, I was at Temple? Was it heavy Luther? No, he was thin Luther. After he did that, I saw Madonna there, Luther, David Bowie, Peter Frampton. Like most wow. of my student loan went to great concerts. Heart was nice. Heart would be a good one. Heart was a good one for sure. Yeah, that's the beauty of being in a town like Philly is you get all the good concerts. What are you saying? We don't get good concerts. <laughs> I am actually <laughs> saying that. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Strawberry Wine Girl, but come on. Deanne. I don't even remember it. We went over this. Carpenter? Like, something like that. Remember I think Strawberry it is, Wine? Yeah. So you said was that? Strawberry Wine. I was mm-hmm. thinking of uh, what's the, the Chris Farm? Stapleton, Tennessee yeah. Whiskey guy. I, I don't even know, know who you were talking about. Uh, Deanne Carpenter, I think, is her name. Deanne. Carter. It was Carter. Carter. There you go. I know. I was close. I know you didn't know. I barely know myself. It was bad. Boss Gags. I told you you were going to see Boss Gags. I know Boss Gags. Okay, good. So back to those investments. Investments. Like, what makes a good investment? Is it just the look of the house, the finishes of the house? Depends on your purpose. Is your purpose a daily rental, 
a monthly rental, a yearly rental? Like, what is your purpose? Or a feel-good rental. Or you just want to waste money so you can get the tax write-off. Some people like a feel-good rental. What's a feel-good rental? I think they like the way that it looks. They like, they're buying it as if they were going to live in it, knowing that they're not going to. It's a feel-good rental. It makes them feel good, but it may not give you the ROI that you're looking for. Correct. Because they are looking at it as if, how would I live? Correct. When most tenants don't live like a homeowner. It's like when I'm staging or you know, painting or decorating a house. It's like, we have well, a I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't pick that color. Well, you're not living here. Mm-mm. So do you want to make money? Well, yeah. Okay. Then don't worry about it. Then but it's really a hard stretch. After the first rental purchase, they get a little bit more lax in their criteria. For sure. And realize they're not going to make as much. For sure. So it's kind of funny to watch. Well, yeah, we've got a, a group of people where they were, you know, they had we do. a certain equation and when I had that one listing and they went outside the equation, everybody wants that equation because it's a great yeah, equation. Yeah, that 127 on the one on Blairstone. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it, that was I a mean, great equation because it was so cute. It's just Airbnb. You will, this this where this started. It was 500 bucks for Myrtle Beach for one night in a three-bedroom, two-bath condo. And you look at the other $500. So those are your comparables. Mm-hmm. And they're dressed up like they got flea market furniture. Mm-hmm. And they're hoping the view will win. But it clearly would, wouldn't win because it's still available. And it's only two weeks away. So I was just kind of watching, like, are the, is this one still available? Is this one still available? And the, the cute ones go first. And they'll go for the same or more. I think a lot of people don't want to invest money in, like, an Airbnb like that because they're afraid that people are going to ruin it. But what is the sense of putting something in there that's already substandard or ruined? Like, I don't understand that. It's so, the mindset, so, right? Right. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the way I would stage a house because I think it looks good and I think it makes people feel good and I think it translates well in pictures. And if something were to happen to any of our stuff, I buy it at such a good price, I wouldn't worry about it. But right. I can guarantee you I buy that new stuff for as much as they're buying this old stuff for. Well, I went with our group of investors, mm-hmm. our clients. I went and showed them a townhome. A week and a half ago. Okay. It's still for sale. Water in the crawl space. No go. They wanted to see it anyway. Fine. It was a wreck. It was a DIY nightmare. It was bad. And I said, even if all of that was done, look around you. There's mattresses up against the garage, uh, against the dumpsters. There's potholes in the in the parking area. Your quality of tenant that's willing to live here is not going to be as good as if you spent 20000 more. Mm-hmm. You'll get the rent back, but the quality of tenant is not going to be there like, yeah, you're right, Patty. 100%. Don't do it. 100%. And these were the people that bought the really cute. You're just not going to get the quality of tenant. And you know that by going at the end of the month and the beginning of the month because you'll see as people move out mm-hmm. what kind of crap they leave behind. Right, for sure. So that's when you kind of know, like, drive these neighborhoods if you're a realtor and see 27, 28, 29, 30, 31st, or when school term ends and school term begins, that's when you see all the crap that's just left there because the quality of the tenant isn't going to clean it up. They're just not. They're just going to leave it there for you to do. Ugh, no. That's that's definitely rough. Mm-mm. So that's that's where kind of where this came in. So you want... Neighborhood is just what we said. Yep. 
then it's the covenants and restrictions in the neighborhood. Because if you want to rent out three, four, five, six months at a time, you may not be able to if the covenants say, no, you can't. Correct. And there's a lot. <clears throat> I say a lot. There's a few that I've ran across lately because we've had listings yeah. in them where you actually cannot. You cannot. You well, cannot. They, well, they just changed it. It in like, the one in right, Las Robles. But it's like up to they did a, a 30, week or yeah, nine months. 30 days or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they changed it like, to 33 months. It's like, whoa. So that people wouldn't have that turnover. Right. And a lot of HOAs are starting that, which is going to limit. So there was this big story on Twitter about BlackRock, who is a huge, massive hedge fund, and they're buying a lot of single-family homes. We don't know their purpose. We don't know if they're just trying to drive up prices. We don't know we don't because we don't know they're private corporations, still private, but they're buying up all these single local, homes, not national, local. Okay. which is it's limiting the about affordable housing available for first time home buyers. Yeah. Which as realtors, first time home buyers are our biggest market for sure. Forty percent of the market is first time home buyer, but if they don't have first time homes to buy, then what happens? So, but the only thing that's gonna you know, and I'm not a fan of HOAs by any stretch. But those HOAs that limit those Airbnb, which limits property rights, so I'm I'm a you know libertarian. That's hard for me, but it, it will keep available homes for people to buy. So I think it all has to be balanced. Yeah. But neighborhoods, the first thing. If you, if it doesn't look like it's being maintained, people don't really change their spots. It's not going to be maintained. It just isn't unless there's gentrification, which raises the price. Right. You know, follows the gaze. Welcome to Waverly. It's true. Welcome Indian Head. <laughs> Welcome to any of those. Mars Park. I mean, all is, of that is sure. because of Lafayette Park. No doubt about they it. Character. They don't want to rush They don't want to. Character, charm, but, you know, more importantly, you do want to be around others that are taking care. I don't know. I, I understand the, the complexity about HOA versus not in terms of. Um, the Airbnb, et cetera, because of if people are doing quality of life, right? I mean, that makes sense. But outside of that, you want to be around other homes that are also taking care of themselves. So it's nice when you're in an HOA less society, Waverly, for example, where others are doing the same thing that you're doing. So it's all elevating itself because people are taking care of it. Well, even it's my nice. little neighborhood, Meadows at Wood Run, it's there's 98% no HOA. 98% taken care of. Nice. Curb appeal, well-maintained homes. I mean, that's the that's what I'm looking for whenever I'm going to a neighborhood. So the second thing that they talk about is property taxes, which in Florida, you lose your discount using Homestead on a property tax, so it's just going to be high anyway. So you just kind of have to watch it and make sure it fits your budget um, and keep the home maintained, but not what we'll talk about, over-improve it, because if you over-improve it, your taxes just go up. So you just kind of, it's a balance of maintenance versus fix-up. Right. But that's, I mean, that's going to be dependent on the house regardless. So if you're in Florida and you're not getting homestead, it's going to be there. So it's got to be part of your, your expense ratio. So the other thing is schools. Schools important. are important, whether it's a rental or whether it's a single, uh, just your owner occupying. It's just going to be how much. Mm. So owner-occupy, I mean, it's just going to be very expensive right now to be in the Northeast, which are the prescribed, quote, unquote, better schools. Gotcha. I hear Bobby's So you got tapping. rental. This is Patty's song, too, if you can't tell. <laughs> I actually was foot-tapping. <laughs> it's just a good song, though. 
Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We're talking investment properties. 850-656-0009. Boom, 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 boy, you better be running down. Boom, 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 put the trigger in the one and yeah. That song reminds me of one of my favorite sayings. Boom, boom, boom in the room, room, room. <laughs> wow. I know. This is like boom, boom, boom in the room, room. I thought it was boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. Oh, I never said that. Okay. <laughs> I never said that ever. I'm pretty sure I just did. <laughs> anyway, I'm Patty. That's Scott. We were talking residential investment property, single family homes, duplexes, quads, triplexes. We don't have a lot of triplexes here in Tallahassee. Our number is 850-656-0009. We do help folks with listing and buying property and investment. So I think some people get confused in terms of triplex, which is a unit that has... Well, hey there. Oh, no. Which has, you know, three separate units to lease out, but mm-hmm. the ownership is of the one unit that en- encapsulates the three, different apart from having three separate townhouses that are conjoined together under one roof line. Mm-hmm. Not the same thing. Some people think that's a triplex. Well, triplex can be a double with a house attached on the same parcel. Right. It can be three separate houses. It's a lot of different ways. Correct hard to do it's hard to buy it's hard to finance if it's odd you know people are like i want something unique well you you don't you have your own money you don't want it unique if you're trying to get financing <laughs> or you're trying to rent it out or because you want the most people to want it it's no different than anything else you gotta be fishing it in the bigger to be pool cute and desirable for everyone to pay and we did it on uh on that blairstone condo it was only like what is it like 900 square feet on a good day. On a good day. get like 1300 a month because it's cute. It's adorable. And they're willing to pay it? I would, honestly. If, I just if, remember moving If I were in that market, I would be interested in that different and apart from something else. But when I look at that, even at $1,300 a month, if you are a single person in a, in a room in these places by campus where they're spending... You know, $1,000 for all intents and purposes. With a common area. Right. So you don't have your own space. You don't have two bedrooms. You don't have two baths. You don't have your own kitchen. You don't have your own places to park where you're not even paying additional to park. So I'm looking at that as a win regardless. And But it's super cute. The amount of money that went into that is moderate in my opinion for what in the comparison to what you're be. getting right yeah the return which is why i think but you but, get a better quality which is of why planet. i think the formula changed for for this group i've always felt like a thousand was the cutoff now i feel like it's 1500 whether you have a quality tenant or someone you're gonna have to like stroke every week to, yep. are you gonna pay are you gonna pay are you gonna pay you know it's yep. like hurting cats and nobody wants that because your time is money you want that self, and that is, I will have to pride ourselves on that. Everyone that we have placed in our uh, our preferred vendor, our investor clients, 
have been panned out. Like I am, I know it's hard for people to believe, but I am hard on people. Well, Will you please if you can pay? Be, if you can be hard on them on the entry <laughs> point, that's I, the think, way we are. I think it is a whole lot easier. I intentionally make people wait because I intentionally want to know how do you react under stress? How are you going to react if the water heater isn't fixed in the first 20 minutes that mm-hmm. of you a- asking? So I intentionally uh, cause delays, and I, the client knows that. My client is the owner of the property. The client is not the tenant. They think they are. They're not. And how does that work? So I force that delay because I want to know, are they going to stick around? Are they going to find something better? Are they, I want to wait because I don't want to put them in there and then be, I'm miserable. They're miserable. The landlord's well, no, miserable. No, and sometimes delays are good because you're not actually trying to do any sort of problem solving Mm-mm. yourself. Half the things that are happening in houses are minor twitches that need to be tweaked clearly. Um, and not everybody has that knowledge or that the wherewithal to do that. But the truth is, a lot of times you can call someone and they can be, well, did you check the power? Like we were mm-hmm. talking today about the garage door opener. Is the power on? Was it plugged in? I mean, they're just simple things. But sometimes a delay is good for causing people to think things through. Because if you call every time somebody's got, you know, a a thorn in their, in their finger, then you're constantly going to be picking that out. So using that group of investors. I placed one tenant. I found the tenant, interviewed them, put them in there. I don't manage their properties. Then there was another person placed another, same people. They have their handyman's outside waiting. And I said, why are you here? Is everything okay? He said, yeah, I have to put light bulbs in. Mm. So my people are, they're trained. You put your own light bulb in. But he was sitting there waiting for an hour. So that's an hour on the landlord time. That's everything is an hour because you didn't think like, am I hi- I'm hiring someone to take care of my property, basically. Mm-hmm. Are they capable of changing a light bulb? Do they understand that? If you're not, you, you really shouldn't be renting. You shouldn't be doing it. You should be in an apartment. You should be doing. You should be in. They're an not apartment. changing that in apartments. No, they're not. So I. And that's what I. So like. I don't logically understand that at all. But it the, was today's group of. Uh, Dare I say tenants? I mean, they act like I work for them. No, you don't. I don't. I work for my guy. I'm just giving you information. Right. Well, but luckily, so far, everyone's panned out. That is good. But I think a lot of times, when 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 you're buying, you have to decide what type of tenant do you want. What type of property are you buying? Am I esca- What's your goal? Am I going to move that property to a level that's going to bring the type of tenant that I want? Because if not, you're What's going to get you're going to get the type of tenant that the property is. That's just the way it is. It's all and, dollars and cents. And I've met with investors who said I want a two or three year. No, you don't. You don't. First of all, any more than two years has to be recorded in the state of Florida. But even more than a year. If you want them to be gone, it is so much harder to get rid of them on a two-year lease than a one-year lease. Just don't do it. And when that lease expires, let it be month-to-month for a little bit before you renew the lease. Because you want, you're you're basically training them to know that they're not, they're replaceable. You do have to follow fair housing laws. If nothing else, I would be thinking after this whole corona thing Mm -hmm. and where you have people who are are in properties and they're not paying their rent which is and why that, there's no property and that moratorium going going away and then a lot of people are going to have to be told to leave because they're not paying 
if you're in a two-year lease, that's going to make it even worse. It's much because harder. Because a lot of times that lease is probably coming due in the midst of this. And so you're probably thinking, well, if they leave, I'm never going to get my money. You're probably not going to get it anyway. You're not getting it. But your I money. would like to know I can you get you out of my house. Though. We can ruin lives. It's good. Right. Like, I get that. But I'm saying there's one thing to go after somebody. There's another thing to go after them, and they're still in your place. That's a problem. That's the problem. So because a they, two year, you have to be nice. Right. What are you going to do? It's awful. And even then, when they're leaving and vacating, are they going to be nice as they vacate? I mean, it's a balancing act. So For there's sure. a lot of detriment in residential because there's so many rules. There's so many fair housing rules. There's so many things you can't say that you're better off saying nothing. It's awful. However, there's a lot of money to be made. For so sure. So you, you almost need one or two or three to really to know that you're going to cash flow. And then you balance the dates of the lease. You don't have everybody on the same dates. So that you can balance it a little bit better and always have money coming in. Are most people doing uh, where they have multiple roommates? Are they doing multiple leases for the same unit or are they encompassing it in one? So in my experience, uh, like where I am now, it's one lease uh, for all the roommates that you had. And then in the house that I just moved out of was a four bedroom house. It was still one lease for everyone. We just had to put our signatures on it. So the responsibility is on all all. four together. There's two mindsets to that. Yeah. It's all four together. So one goes, the other three have to pick it up, which I had one like that. It was on Hartsfield. That's how that was. Mm -hmm. Three people, all three on the lease with guarantors all on that lease. One one didn't pay. The other two had to pay. Mm. So there is that mindset. But then what happens when they want to get rid of them? For that very same thing. And then there's the per lease, which a lot of our condominiums, student condominiums, are three bedroom, three bath. Because technically, if you're going to have per room lease, they you're should have their have own one, bathroom. One to one ratio. I mean, you could have your own locks on the door and that whole thing. It, it's just is very different. If you're going to do, if kids don't know each other, that's a problem. If they don't like each other, that's a problem. It's easier to get rid of that person. You've- on that one lease. And even if you liked them on the way in, will you like them? Will you like them? Especially when you got oh, three girls. I mean, it's. And three girls are going to be a lot more moody, a lot more boyfriends, a lot more I've been traveling. with my kids, my two girls, not to have that. Yeah, well, girls can be nasty. I know, but I've been fortunate yeah, that you they have. Been. But it's been their high school friends, so they have at least some history. It's which is good. Disgusting. Nice. Just saying. But yeah, so there's a lot of more volatility and girl roommates and boy roommates but you can't it's fair housing so you can't say no girl roommates mm. so this is david or keith carradine's i'm easy and i'm not foot tap <laughs> foot tap for everyone foot tap it's a good song patty wilson patty's play out so outspoken, you don't even notice every word you say gets right under my skin. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about investment properties. We were talking about location and neighborhood and quality of tenant. So the next one on the list is crime. Mm. So a way you can fix this. It's hard to fix it because you have so much domestic violence and people don't know how to get in and out of a relationship cleanly and without being, I don't know, stalked. Crazy. So uh, I now have added to the lease a no drama clause. Hmm. 
So you put in there, talk to the landlord, how many police calls will you tolerate? And it also, I, from my research, helps that person being victimized if it is domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, eh, yeah, he has to leave or she has to leave or someone's leaving here. Do you have to define drama in there? I did define drama. Mm-hmm. Domestic calls, um, drug use, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, you have to discuss it with a landlord and then just list what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not. And if it's itemized in there, it's a lot easier to deal with. So crime is a big deal. Again, quality of tenant, location. Sometimes they can't help it. Sometimes there's vacant, what do they say? Um, Vacant landlords, like they're not really here. They're out of state. They're not close by. And they're just not paying attention. So you're, or you're down by student housing where everyone's a tenant. No one's really caring. So there's blight. Property doesn't meet code, that kind of stuff. So, but I mean, depends on what you want out of your property. I mean, there's still saleable properties down there. It's just how do you want your tenants to feel and live? A lot of people talking about when they're looking at homes and crime. And obviously, I send them to websites. You know, you don't know what you don't know, and nor would I want to dispose of any information that I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. But the important part of all that is that, you know, there's some crime everywhere. It's just there are elements of pockets of crime that are bigger here than in certain areas. So I could see where that would be. And where, a where it's very transient mm-hmm. tends to be more crime. But that is definitely something to look out for and have your own sources because real tours. Not real estate agents, but the realtor, member of the National Association of Realtors, isn't really supposed to talk to you about anything outside the four corners of the property that we're listing. Yeah, and I don't. I always give them a website to go to. Go to the police. I mean, really, Circle K people know more about crime than we do. True that, I'll tell you. We're not allowed to. We're just not allowed to discuss. 100%. I disagree with it, but we're not allowed. So the job market, again. It's again, how transient is this? Mm Mm-hmm. It's, it's a challenge, and it's just like with that homeless. I'm, I'm about to not be famous right now, but that homeless shelter that that group, city urban group, wanted to put right in the middle of a neighborhood, it's all well and good to have the homeless shelter on a libertarian. But what are you going to do in the hours where they're just walking around with nothing to do? That's the problem. It's not the problem housing them. It's when they're just walking through neighborhoods, and you don't have, okay, you don't have any idea who these people are. You don't have any real idea. They probably don't have ID. Who, who are they and why are they near my kids? Right. That's that, the that problem. Would, that transient that lifestyle. Challenge. So that's just me. But I am, I'm dead serious about it. I did not want that there. Not because I think, I don't know how it all started. I'm sure it was a fine facility. Blah, blah, blah. I've been hearing about it for three months. But it doesn't belong there. You want to have a church there? Have a church there. But if you cannot control those people, which you can't because they're adults over the age of 18, you, they're but, allowed to wander. But I think your, but po- your point, them but there your point is, is well taken. A, a, lot Thank of, you. a lot of times they you don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. They don't have IDs. They can't, in many cases, a lot of them have mental disabilities, which is unfortunate, but it's true. So how do you, you don't even know the information that you're getting, and half the time I don't even believe it's, it's right. So... They need to be somewhere where they can be helped, certainly, 100%. But location of that, if if I was buying something, I wouldn't want to buy something around that. Exactly. And why and does the homeless they. person have more rights than my neighbor? They, they That's shouldn't. what I don't understand. No, they shouldn't. That's the challenge. I can't just come and go as I please. I own this property, so I have to take care of it. 
They're allowed to come squat on my yard, basically, is what you're selling me. No. Uh, uh, they no. should not have any more rights than my people have rights. And if I have to follow zoning and ordinance on my single-family home, then they should have to follow the ordinance that they're applying for as the homeless shelter. And I really don't care what they think of me. I really don't. Blast me all over the place. I don't think it's appropriate. There's a plenty of other vacant buildings in I, this I, town. I, I think that's the key. It's not that you don't think having something like that is no. appropriate. It's the location. It's of the location that. of it. And making sure that everybody is protected and that it's well thought through, not just because you're there. No. You can't do things just there because you're there. There are tons of other vacant properties in town available. 100%. Tons. 100%. And you can take that bus and have them bust over to have a night on a cot. That's fine. I don't really care. But you should not be in the center of someone else's neighborhood. Mm -mm. No different than if it was a juvenile detention or a strip club. Uh, all right, to everybody, which you know that wouldn't happen. Well, Hustler got all sorts of crap for moving up here at the corner of North Monroe. The old and ABC. And a sheriff uh, came out with a report. There's been no elevated crime because of that location. And they're right off the I-10. There's hotels around by a hotel. They're zoned properly. Give them something to do during the day. Well, Don't it, just let them walk all over the neighborhoods. No, additionally... I think the if if the idea is to be a shelter for more of the transient type individual which this seems to be you would think you would be located off the interstate for one because look at monroe right there just, by I, it is unreal unreal and, okay so i go to harrisburg pennsylvania twice the size of tallahassee also a capital very democratic state far Democrat town, far more Democrat than Tallahassee, and no panhandlers. What is the difference? I haven't looked up the the ordinances or the rules. None. You can't go anywhere down any main thoroughfare without being approached by some freaking stranger to my to your truck. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. Well, I mean, it's just for me. I happened to go to a convenience store recently, and somebody ends up you know tapping me on the back and literally freaked me out it's that type of thing that somebody's going to get hurt they happen because they there's no filter there in term i i get where they're coming from in some cases i'm not saying everybody's like that but the reality is that you want to help but i also want people to be safe i want to be safe the I don't way think that they're strangers doing it, approaching you my cannot car do that. is safe I'm, I, I was outside of my car. Yeah, I had it happen. I, I had the trunk open outside my car, and it was like, oh and I God. jumped out of my skin. And they're doing it on purpose. It's the art of war. They're approaching you at a weak spot, and it, it bothers me a lot. So I don't think that homeless shelter should be right in the middle. It's my personal opinion. It's not Scott's. It's not anyone else at the radio station. I just do not believe it. I don't believe that's the location. I think it does affect property values, which I'm 100% pro-war property values than I am anything I mean, else, including my does. own kids. I mean, of course it does. <laughs> I am all about property values. It's just, ugh. And, you know, nobody knows what could or would happen, but the reality is that there's plenty of other places that that could go that might make more sense. Yeah. Not that I'm Future development. having it. That's the thing with the with the residential properties. That's the next on the list is future development. What's it going to look like? What's the five year plan? Right. Are they running a highway through there? Are they going to take easement to put um, 
a bridge someplace? Turtle? The Killarney Tunnel. Overpass? Yeah. Killarney <laughs> Overpass? The East Gateway? Like, what's that look like? Will it help your values? Will it deter your values? But if you don't hold the ordinances intact and you allow variances of the ordinances, you're going to have a problem keeping your values up. Period. Number of listings, number of vacancies. Well, right now there's no listings and no vacancies. I think there is vacancy. It's just people living in other people's homes without paying right now. Correct. Until that There end. will be vacancies. Rents, average rent. So the average, the look of that, if it's a 1,200 square foot before we were in this COVID nightmare, 1,200 square foot property, you should have gotten 1,200 a month in rent. Now it's a bidding war. If you have a nice property, you can get 1500 $1,600 a month. But then you have to make sure that that person's going to keep their job. That's where job longevity, income, credit. I mean, so I was wondering with new important. leases if they're doing the same thing that they are with new mortgages, where there's a COVID release that says even if someone were to contract or something that is with the pandemic, you're still going to be wholly responsible and take care of your payment if uh, from a lease perspective that they were doing the same there is nothing that i'm aware of and no judge would honor it it wouldn't matter no judge right now because it's federal it's a federal case even florida has filed a federal Hmm. just federal federal rules can't fight it well you can you can but you're not gonna the show is over it is done it is dreamweaver time I got all upset about that homeless shelter. Some calmer now. Some calmer. Yeah, it is spirited, but it's... God, it's your house. I know, but it's not spirited in a negative way. It's just spirited. An opinion is not... Of course, I grew up with a lot of opinions. (laughs) And it's house talk (laughs) with a happy ending. Every time. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow behind.